0: Amen. Can we put our hands together for the Lord? Come on in to you. Let's give it up for him. Amen. Before you sit down, before you sit down, can you just uh, tell about three people, let God rock your world today. Go ahead. Tell them. Let God rock your world. Forgive me for not going through all the different, you know, appreciating and saying all this, but I I got I've been there some time that's been designated. And and I'm here on assignment. I'm not here because I don't have anything to do. I'm here on assignment. Because God has you in mind. Now if I was you, I wouldn't let the person to my left or to my person distract me. Because there's something that the Lord wants to speak into your life that I know would be an encouragement to you. Amen. Are you ready? Say, I'm ready. Amen. 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 Let's all look at Joshua chapter 5. Joshua chapter 5. Let's all stand for the reading of God's word. Amen. Let's all stand for the reading of God's word. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor. Okay, that's a rude neighbor. They didn't even look at you. Amen. Say, neighbor. So you are so blessed, you're really blessed to be standing next to me, amen. If you don't like your neighbor, just go to another row, amen, you with me? For the next two days, for the next two days, with God's help, I'm going to be talking about from the theme, The Dirty generation. Joshua chapter 5, looking at verse 1 in the Bible says, Now it came about when all the kings of the Amorites, who were beyond the Jordan to the west, and all the kings of the Canaanites, who were by the sea, heard how the Lord had dried up the waters of the Jordan before the sons of Israel until they had crossed, that their hearts melted, And there was no spirit in them any longer because of the sons of Israel. At that time, the Lord said to Joshua, Make for yourself flint or flint knives and circumcise again the sons of Israel the second time. So Joshua made himself flint knives and circumcised the sons of Israel at Gibeah. Heavenly, have you say that word? Amen. Hallelujah. If there's a word you can't say, just say hallelujah, amen. Verse 4, this is the reason why Joshua circumcised them. All the people who came out of Egypt who were males, all the men of war died in the wilderness along the way after they came out of Egypt. For all the people who came out were circumcised. But all the people who were born in the wilderness along the way as they came out of Egypt, had not been circumcised. Verse 6, for the sons of Israel walked for 40 years in the wilderness until all the nation, that is the men of war who came out of Egypt, perished because they did not listen to the voice of of the Lord, to whom the Lord had sworn that he would not let them see the land which the Lord had sworn to their fathers to give us, a land flowing with milk and honey. So the children whom he raised up in their place, Joshua circumcised, for they were uncircumcised because they had not circumcised them along the way. Now when they had finished circumcising all the nation, They remained in their places in the camp until they recovered. Other translations may use the word heal. Father, I pray that you would do something that would be mind-blowing in these students today. God, give them a word that would stick with them. In Jesus' name, amen. Please be seated. I'm going to move very quickly as we talk about the dirty Generation. In Joshua chapter 5, we learn the enemies become afraid and lose heart after hearing how the Lord dried up the Jordan River and how the people of God walked on dry land to the other side. Unfortunately, for 40 years, they lived in the wilderness. As God would have it, that generation died in the desert, never stepping foot in the land that was promised. Now, interesting enough, they had babies, mm, well, well, that were born In Boy, people just do it anywhere. Come on, somebody. They had babies that were born in the desert and children that were raised in the desert. Now, this is the generation that Joshua 5 focuses on. This is the generation that was born in the wilderness, born in the desert, and born in the dirt. May I suggest to you that your generation was born in the wilderness, born in the dirt, surrounded by the dirt, exposed to the dirt, and impacted by the dirt. A dirty generation. A dirty generation. Think about what you are exposed to. Political corruption on both sides. A racial divide that is continually growing. Mass Shootings like never before. Many of our churches across America have become passive, irrelevant, and lukewarm. Think about your generation a generation that's been abused, molested, abandoned, raped, a generation that's been overlooked, ignored, taken for granted, not listened to, a generation insecure manipulated, intimidated, a generation that's been silent and over-sexualized, a generation who's being looked at funny because of the color of their skin or how they dress, a generation who have been racially profiled and over-policed, incarcerated, dealing with mental illness, depression, and low self-esteem, a generation that comes from broken hearts, Homes, uh, eating disorders, uh, cutting oneself, and even suicidal thoughts. A generation from the wilderness. Some of you are saying, I can relate. Some of you know what it's like. Somebody is saying, I used to be there. And somebody is saying, if we could be honest, I'm there right now. Can I remind you that God sees value? That God sees value in dirty places. Come on, somebody. He sees value in the dirt. Some of our most precious resources come from the dirt. Think of diamonds. Think of rubies. Think of emeralds. Think of gold. Think of oil. Countries have fought over land, dirt. One group of people have stolen land, Dirt from another group of people. Now, don't get it twisted. God loves dirty people. Go ahead and tell your neighbor God loves dirty people. Go ahead and tell them. God loves dirty people. What does the Bible says in Romans chapter 5, verse 8? But God demonstrates his own love towards us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Let me remind you that God loves dirty people. Come on, somebody. He loves black people. Dirt, African American dirt, he loves Asian dirt, Latinx dirt, Caucasian dirt. Come on, somebody, European dirt. He loves tall dirt, short dirt, skinny dirt, large dirt, educated dirt, uneducated dirt. He loves good looking dirt, and amen. God loves dirt. John chapter 3, verse 16 says, and reminds us, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. You see, God loves people from the dirt. Jesus died for people from the dirt. God is filling our Bible colleges with students from the dirt. And God is going to send a mighty move of God through a generation that comes from the dirt. Can I tell you that your generation, this generation is going to dress different. It's going to sound different. It's going to look different. Your generation, this generation from the dirt is going to move different. It's going to communicate different. It's going to minister different. I'm talking about your generation generation and God is calling you from the dirt. God is calling you to get out of the dirt. Is anybody glad that the Lord is calling you in spite of the dirt? you came from. Come on, somebody. Somebody give me a wave. Is anybody glad that God called you from the dirt you came from? Is anybody glad? Is anybody thankful unto the Lord that he called you in spite of the dirt that is still on your life? Somebody say he's calling me. Somebody say he's calling me. Can I remind you that God is calling you? Despite your past, despite who you slept with, uh, he's calling you. Despite the color uh, of your skin, uh, despite your mistakes, uh, he's calling you. Despite your struggles, come on, uh, despite your issues, uh, I want you to know that God is calling you. Despite your ethnicity, uh, in spite of your GPA, uh, God is calling you. Despite your weakness, uh, despite your failures or who rejected you I want you to know that God is calling you he's calling you God is calling you Jehovah is calling you Elohim is calling you El Shaddai is calling you he's calling you he's calling you to something higher he's calling you to something deeper He's calling you not to fit in. Come on, somebody. He's calling you to be different. He's calling you to something larger. He's calling you to something bigger. I believe that there are some teachers and administrators and professors who are thankful. They're thankful that the Lord called you to this university. They're thankful that the Lord called you to teach and educate these wonderful students. They're thankful that the Lord has called you to lead, to train, to mentor, and set a generation on fire. Like Joshua chapter 5. God is raising up your generation from the wilderness from the desert from the dirt i'm talking about your generation this generation will have tattoos and dreads and braids uh, this generation will have natural hairstyles and piercings and ethnic-sounding names, uh, will have served time. Uh, this generation will worship and be woke, uh, will pray uh, and protest. Come on, somebody, will share the gospel and do the gritty. Come on, say amen. Uh, we'll speak in tongues uh, and speak about injustice. Uh, this generation... This generation, your generation will pastor churches, become missionaries, lead corporations, lead up our Bible college, be teachers and professors. Your generation will impact social media and technology. Your generation will serve in hospitals, serve in the streets, serve in the boardroom, and serve the classroom. I'm talking about your generation will be mothers, will be fathers, will wish those. Those who are addicted to drugs uh, will take the lead uh, in bringing about justice uh, to those uh, who are oppressed uh, will reach those uh, who are abused uh, and molested uh, will minister to those uh, who are dealing with mental illness. I'm talking uh, about a dirty uh, generation. Your generation will declare the word of the Lord with fire and conviction. Your generation will cause heaven to open. Your generation will cause a mighty wind to blow from heaven. Your generation will praise God with the passion and not because it's the beginning of a school year. Come on, somebody. Your generation will worship with tears in a surrendered heart. Your generation will speak truth to power. Your generation is the generation that God's going to bring a revival through. A dirty generation. Can we clap our hands and give God some praise? Wow! I'm preaching hard today. As I get ready to close and the praise team can come forward, can I remind you that the Bible says in Genesis chapter 2, verse 4 through 7, it says, This is the account of the heavens and the earth when they were created. In the day that the Lord made earth and heaven, Now no shrub of the field was yet on the earth and no plant of the field had yet sprouted for the Lord had not sent rain upon the earth. And there was no man to cultivate the ground. Verse six, but a mist used to rise from the earth and water the whole surface of the ground. Here we go, here we go. Then the Lord God formed Man of the dust from the dirt and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And the man became a living person. God scooped up some dust, some dirt, and formed man. Made man and breathed into his nostrils. This is amazing. This is incredible. This is wonderful. This is marvelous. This is praiseworthy to think that God, the creator of heaven and earth, would breathe into dirt man, man of dirt, that he would breathe into a man from the dirt. This is what we need. We need the breath of God. We thank God for degrees and doctorates and good grades and awards. I know some of y'all thank God for your funny looking boyfriend and your funny looking girlfriend. We thank God for additions and buildings and raising money. But we need the breath of God. There's healing in the breath, deliverance in the breath, power in the breath, joy in the breath, strength in the breath, peace, comfort, forgiveness, provision, restoration in the breath. We need the breath of God in our churches, in our universities, in our dorms, in our boardrooms. We need the breath of God. and I'm on assignment. So many of our churches are like this. So many of our ministries are like this. So many of our leaders are like this. So many of our denominations across the country is like this. So many of our students In our Bible colleges of all denominations, some are like this. The question is, is it or is it not a balloon? It's a balloon. How many of y'all would agree this is a balloon? Okay, about 12 of you. Amen. We do need a revival. You don't need a word from the Lord. This is a balloon. Trust me. Salvation is not in question. Your identity is not in question but what some of us need today. Because only God knows what you're going through. Only God knows what you're dealing with. Only God knows what you're carrying. Only God knows what's weighing heavy upon you. And sometimes life, and just take that wind out of you. Can we be honest? And this altar call is for that young man. This altar call is for that young woman that would be honest and say, I just need the Lord to breathe on me. Let's all stand to our feet. Excuse me. That that was not me. But if you are a professor, if you are a leader, a teacher, can you come to this altar, please, very quickly? If you are a leader, a teacher, a professor, come to this altar quickly, please, and spread yourself in front. Because God loves this dirty generation. God believes in this dirty generation. Jesus died for your dirty generation. If you're here today, as the musicians begin to sing and worship, but if you're saying evangelists, I need God to breathe on my life, to breathe on me, to resuscitate me, to renew my strength, to refill me. I've been going, 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 doing, 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 and I'm on empty. But today, before I continue the rest of my day, Lord, will you breathe on me like you did at youth camp? Breathe on me like you did in my youth group. Breathe on me in the first semester when school just started. Breathe on me, Lord. If you're here today on the count of three, if you just want us to pray for you, to pray that God will just refresh in your spirit to breathe on you fresh and anew on account of three. I want you to come forward. One, get ready, musicians and singers. Two, three, come right now. 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 Come right now, come right now. Breathe on me, Lord. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Breathe on me, Lord. Breathe on me. Come on. That's all we're praying. We're praying. Breathe on them. Come on. Pray for them. Pray for. Them. We're not taking prayer requests. We're praying for them. Hold on. Hold on. Shh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Leaders. 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 Look at me. Le- hold on. Leaders. Leaders. Hold on. Hold on. Leaders. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Leaders. Look at me. Right now, we're not doing prayer requests. Okay. We're not doing how I can pray for you. Okay. What we're praying for. Is Lord to breathe on them. That's what we're praying for. Because there's going to be countless kids coming. We can't spend all our time with one kid. Amen. Let's begin. Come on, let's pray. Pray. Lay hands on them. That's it. Lay hands on them. Come on, breathe on them. That's it. Come on, breathe on them. That's it. Let that be our prayer. God, breathe on that young man. Breathe on that young woman. We got any more leaders or more professors? Please come help us. Breathe on me, Lord. Breathe on this generation. Breathe on that young lady. Breathe on the young man, oh God. We need your breath. We need your breath, oh God. Breathe on us. We need your breath, oh God. Breathe on her. Breathe on him. Right now, right now, breathe on them. If you want prayer, come. You want God to breathe on your life, come, 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 come. God, we need your breath. We need your breath, oh God. We need your breath. If you need the breath of God, come on down. You want God to breathe on you fresh and anew. Like that balloon, you're a little empty. But you're saying, Lord, will you breathe on me one more time? You come right here. Honey, come right here.